Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. I am a changed woman since I have last recorded. In the last month, I have grieved multiple times. I've taken time off of work to do so. I also didn't take time off of coaching and kind of put other people in front of myself and I paid the price for that and I did some learning and review of that experience. So more to come on that, possibly in a later episode, possibly on Instagram. Sufficeth to say, just because I am the postpartum coach and I have become an expert on guiding women through depressiveness and anxiety doesn't mean that I don't still feel depressive sometimes. And when I did feel depressive, it was neat how it was only about three days before I realized what was happening and was able to literally use my own tools and figure out exactly why I was depressed. I had been lying to myself. I wasn't being honest about um, how I was spending my time and I wanted to be grieving more. And so I was able to change how I was doing things and take some time off and do that grieving. And it was so rewarding and fulfilling. And I, I love this work. It's so beautiful. My body, our bodies, they speak to us. And postpartum, they do the most talking you know, it's like such an exciting time. It's kind of like when people gather to watch um, a phenomenon in the sky, like an, a solar a solar eclipse or a shooting star or a planet that only comes out every 30 years or something like that. That's how I view postpartum as far as your body talking to you. It is such an opportunity to do some digging and processing and to make change in the way that you treat your body. And I want to teach you how to listen. I have some webinars that I'm going to be doing coming up and I'm really excited about them, but I just want to extend an invitation to you today to listen to your body. And if you are feeling depressive or anxious, you are out of alignment, my friend, and I can help you. I can help you with that. So be listening for the webinars that are coming up. And if you just want to work more closely with me right now, you can book a consult, lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. Okay. So previous to this episode today, I had released um, part one of teaching two out of the five steps that I was going to be teaching out of my process, my signature process. I'm still going to teach the steps, but in the last month, I attended my semi-annual business training conference. It's a three-day event every six months. I love it. It's so important for me. And anyway, I really boiled it down to three steps and got a lot more clear. So today I'm going to deliver... Um, some of the same stuff, but then we're going to just go all the way through because it's just three steps. We're just going to do it all in one. And I love that I'm putting this out at the beginning of this fresh new year, because this really is the foundation of the work that I do among women. I want you guys to know this because if you're podcast listeners, if you're clients, if you are prospective clients of mine, I really want to this to be the container in which you set everything you ever hear me say and teach 
It's it. This is the container. This is all where it stems from. This is where it lives. This process I'm going to teach you. These three steps, and um, it all kind of all roads lead back to Rome. Like this is Rome. This is the fundamental basis of healing postpartum from anxiety and or depressiveness and raginess and all the things. So I'm so excited to deliver it to you today. Okay, so. For those who didn't hear the initial version of this episode that I have now deleted, I did want to give a little bit of background. This process has been developed through probably getting close now to 800 hours of coaching um, women, specifically, you know, in postpartum anxiety and or depressiveness. And it's close to my heart and it is everything. It is the bee's knees and it's really going to give you a good glimpse of, I hope that it, as you, as I lay this out, I want you to be thinking about where am I in this process? Most of us are probably in step one or previous to the process. <laughs> and we're at the very beginning of a healing journey. That's probably where you are. And there's um, something beautiful about that. And so um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna guide you through how I have helped women literally heal themselves from postpartum anxiety and postpartum depressiveness. So what women are experiencing previous to entering into the healing phase, um, anxiety and depressiveness, like we've talked about. And specifically with anxiety, it's just scary images and imagination that kind of runs wild. Maybe it centers around money or your child dying or a fatal diagnosis or physical pain or emotional pain, relationships being cut off, things like this. Um, so anxiety centers around those things. And then we've got depressiveness, which is a lack of appetite and kind of numbness and fuzzy brain. Um, and either one, anxiety and depressiveness, both can come with really short, short temper and raginess, snapping, and sometimes physical aggression, especially if these things aren't normal to you. This is a good indicator that you're experiencing anxiety and depressiveness. So this is kind of what the stage looks like for women um, when they come to me. They're having a hard time sleeping. Um, they aren't very interested in sex. They can't really calm down. Their body feels like it's not their own sometimes. They feel like they aren't themselves. And they usually have quite a bit of shame about this. They're very confused, afraid, and also like, why can't I just be a good mom? I, you know, I want to be this way. Why am I acting this way? There's so much confusion. Under the surface, though, uh, what I'm finding is that a lot of women previous to experiencing depressiveness and or anxiety have experienced trauma that they don't even realize is trauma. So some examples of that can go all the way into childhood, but I'm for the sake of time and just the most relevance, I'm going to speak about previous children, you know, so like, let's say you're on your third or fourth baby. I feel like that's usually when people come hire me. Although I do have some moms who have maybe just had one or two or, or one, and then have lost children and then have had more, um, and they're older. I do find that most of my clients are, um, very late twenties at the earliest, all the way to forties. Um, so anyway, and in those years, we've, many of us have had multiple children and sometimes, we were induced, you know, emergency induction, if it was preeclampsia or something similar. And so many of you guys on my consults will say, oh, but it really wasn't a big deal. You know, it was just, I just had to go get induced and then the baby came, it was fine. Like induction's a lot on your body. I mean, that's a lot on your body to go into labor without um, your body calling the shots and just kind of kickstarting that. That's, that, that's much. 
and can impact the emotional and physical recovery after, you know, postpartum. Um, hemorrhaging, uh, preeclampsia and having to be at risk of seizure during a preeclamptic episode. Um, also, um, I did already say hemorrhaging. Yes. Losing a lot of blood. Um, NICU, having a baby in the NICU and seeing a lot of other babies or even your own baby, um, having complications and all the tubes and maybe they stop breathing. And these, this is trauma, my friends, this stuff, like, um, and especially also like if the epidural didn't work and you planned on having an epidural and then it didn't, and you had an unplanned natural labor or an emergency C-section, um, you know, your birth plan went totally different than you thought. And there were complications with you and or baby. So any of that stuff, if that's happened in your past, I want you to just go ahead and assume that there's healing to be done. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member for $90 more. I can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more. You'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach sweat platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, and whether you choose to get that as much as you can here on the podcast or come work with me, I invite you no matter what to be curious about what healing might be there for you. So knowing that all those are there, that's a great setup to these steps. So number one, step one is calm your mind, calm your mind. My entire process is about calm and it's three degrees of calm. So I feel like calm your mind, step one is really dealing with the present lack of calm. So your anxiety and depressiveness right now, present moment, okay? Then we do step two, which I'll get to in a minute, which is calm your body. And that really has to do more with the past. And then step three is calm your life. And that's laying the foundations going forward into the future. But we don't wanna touch the future until we get the present and the past addressed. We start with the present because... We have to lay a foundation of calm to be able to dig up stuff from the past. And once we've laid enough foundation of calm in the present, the past just naturally comes up. It's really fascinating and and beautiful. You guys, our body just knows what it needs to release and stuff just comes up for my clients as they get into like that second, third month of their um, work on their anxiety. And sometimes it's sooner than that for clients too. Sometimes it's a little longer than that. It just varies. Um, But it's so beautiful to see how the body naturally responds to the work that we do to stabilize you and get you calm and grounded with your present um, stuff, you know, symptoms. Then the past stuff comes up and we can apply the same tools that you've used to calm yourself in the present to 
um, cleaning out and stabilizing your past, your memories, where you're not forgiving things, where you're holding on to trauma and all that pain. And so that when that settles, then we go into step three, which is calming your life and it's moving forward. So let's go into these specifics. Doesn't this sound fun? Oh my gosh. I love, I love watching women unfold and heal. And I'm going to just say it again. I've said it before. I'll probably say it in future, but postpartum is the best time to address stuff that's happened in the past. And if you're feeling depressive and anxious, it's your invitation to, to first work with me on what's not working now, but then to also go into that past stuff. And I know it's scary. You guys, I know it can feel daunting and it can feel like you just want to run away and turn off this podcast and never come back. And that's totally fine. I will still love you, you know, come back when you're ready, (laughs) but it is worth everything. And you'll know when you're ready. You will know when you are ready. You will want to do the work. The pain of the anxiety and depression and the rage and seeing yourself act the way you've been acting will get to a point where you are willing to walk the river of misery and to have it get worse before it gets better because you're so committed to things getting better because you cannot handle seeing yourself be this way because you just don't want to right? It just, sometimes it just comes down to, I don't want to be this way. This isn't my standard for my motherhood. This isn't who I want to be. Um, this isn't how I want my body to feel. A lot of times there's physical, um, pain, there's chronic illness. And so there are multiple, a multitude of reasons to start the healing journey. And I will just say, you will know when you're ready and you will want to book a consult. So keep that Uh, option on the table, keep your mind open to that and be listening to your body always and be noticing you and how you're acting and showing up because those are your indicators. That is you talking to yourself. So make sure you're listening. Okay. Process. Calm your mind. Number one. So in this process, we're doing a lot of turning down the volume of our anxiety and turning up our intuition, a lot less panicking and freaking out and reacting and a lot more thoughtful responding. I have actual tools to do this. And many of them I might've already taught and many more will be coming. There's so many and it, I love pulling them all out. So I won't go all over all of them, but some of the main ones are, you know, how anxiety happens in your imagination. Did you know that? If you didn't know that, right? So if a bear was chasing you, you would have a fight or flight response. And that fight or flight response of a bear was chasing you is the same as the fight or flight response that you experience as anxiety. Anxiety is the same as how you would feel if you were physically being attacked. The only difference in why we call it anxiety is because it's, it's a response in your body to an actually imagined situation. And your body just didn't know that it wasn't real. Okay. So one thing I help my clients do is I help them learn how to Um, balance that out. I don't have my clients fight your brain, sending you imaginary, scary situations, right? That produce anxiety. We don't need to fight the anxiety. I teach you how to calm it. And then I also teach you how to balance the use of your imagination by also practicing in those moments when you think the scary thoughts, um, practicing, imagining the same scenario, but with safety and and fun and actually good things happening, right? Cause that is so much of life. And so our brain is programmed to show us the absolute worst case scenario, the outlying statistical potentialities, but then it's our job. That's our brain's job, right? But our job is to balance that out by also redirecting and showing our brain without fighting with the anxiety or resisting it or running away from it or pushing it away. Also practice just as often 
um, imagining the safe, the good, and the positive. Okay. So that's one of the many tools we use. Um, we also, I noticed that in the calm your mind phase, when people first enter my practice and their, their own healing journey, they go from being in a rush. I help them go from being in a rush and kind of urgent or desperate. Um, and we coach through all of that stuff. We coach through, we address your thoughts about your symptoms and all of the shame, the upper layers that are sitting on top of the depression and the anxiety themselves. And so when, when you address those things, two things happen. Number one, you don't feel as desperate and in such a hurry. And number, and so you lean into the the process more and you're just more calm, honestly. And when you are more calm, cause you're not rushed. The second thing that happens is like all of the sudden anxiety is not this big, scary mystery. You don't fight with it and you just intuitively know how to calm yourself. So let me just re-sum that up in a short, brief, brief way. I'm going to just tell you that your judgments towards yourself during this time with the symptoms that you're experiencing and the behaviors you're noticing in yourself are just as much, if not more of the problem than anxiety or the depression. And so many times what's actually the biggest hurdle in your healing and your forward movement are those, you know, your thoughts about what you're experiencing, your thoughts about your behaviors. And I'm going to tell you, it's been a couple years since I was in my depression and anxiety last, my, my most recent episode with my, when I had my third child. And I still am processing things that come up occasionally, and I'm still forgiving myself for those behaviors. I haven't dropped all the judgments. And so it's a process, but um, we address the bulk of those, the ones that are really stopping up your healing in step one, calm your mind. When your mind is calm, your body actually is, it's so available to you to find calm and to create calm in your body. Okay. So, um, Step two, calm your body. Yes, like you're learning the tools to calm anxiety, but that's already intuitively starting to happen in step one. We direct the work specifically, and your body actually directs the work in step two. Past things start coming up. Again, I don't want this to be scary. It's really beautiful, and you don't need to worry about it, okay? When you come to me and when you start this work, we don't go into step two until step one is totally taken care of. So I want you to know that I would never guide you into past stuff if it wasn't going to serve you. And if your emotional homeostasis wasn't there and calm and stable, and frankly, it, it won't feel good to bring up past stuff and your body won't really do that with you until you do, you have created calm in your mind and have gotten a hold on the anxiety in, to, you know, so to where you've gotten to maintenance mode. Once you're in maintenance mode, that is when this past stuff can come up safely and securely. And it's really, really beautiful and fun. Honestly, it's really interesting to see what's there. So many things that we don't even know about right now because we're so busy grappling with the anxiety and depression, right? So in step two, calm your body. We really get good at de-escalating our anxiety. We take 100% responsibility of about that. There's no passive chatting like, oh, it just happens to me. My brain just runs away with me. I just can't calm it down. We're really hunkering down and taking responsibility in the process. We're really maturing in our relationship with anxiety, depression, whatever your symptoms are. Um, we are addressing triggers calmly. So when you are calming your mind in step one, 
once you start to really experience calm and you start to know how to access calm, it's very easy to understand why your anxiety is happening and the mental triggers and the imagination scenarios that are creating your anxiety. And so we address those without feeling like we need to fight them or run away from them. We're addressing them calmly. And this is when, um, again, when we create this general calm is when we start to process anything. It could be past birth trauma. It could be stuff from high school, college. It could be earlier on in our marriage. It could be earlier on in our motherhood. It could be, um, your childhood. So any of that stuff comes up in calm your body. In this step, we also learn how to hold the space for ourselves. We, we learn how to create safety at a deeper level. We do that in step one to get us into maintenance mode. But when we're going into like deep diving mode where we're bringing up stuff from the past, we learn how to really, really, really clean out our self-judgment, like stop doing that. And we re kind of redo and reconstruct the way that we talk to ourselves because that is necessary in order for you to safely process any past trauma stuff that's coming up. And then in step three, it's calm your life. This is such a fun step that my clients who are kind of in months three through six get to really do. I have a couple clients that are coming to mind right now that are in this phase and it is so fun and so sweet to watch them see the ripple effects in the rest of their life from the work they were willing to do. In step one, calm your mind and getting their anxiety managed to maintenance mode and and toning down their self-judgment to that degree. And then step two, taking it all even deeper and letting any past stuff that is kind of being held in your body, getting that process too. Um, So in calm your life, like I said, you get to see the ripple effects. You get to start watching yourself hold more space for other people and have more uh, gentleness and patience for others because that's the work you've been doing with yourself. When you create space emotionally for yourself and your body and grace, you inevitably extend that to your husband, to your children, and to others whom you come in contact with. And it's so beautiful. I noticed that my clients in the Calm Your Life phase three, they really start setting good boundaries. They start saying no. They take seriously their relationship with themselves for the first time. And they actually like being with themselves and are exploring how to be with themselves because it's actually pleasant to be with themselves because they've created a degree of safety that makes it fun and magnetic to design. You desire to be with yourself and spend time on yourself and love yourself and really restore your relationship with you. I'm gathering from my current clients. Um, I, I'm gathering a list of all of the ripple effect results that they have been starting to see in the later months of their coaching package with me. And I'm going to add that to my website here in the next month or so. So be looking for that. But what I can tell you just off the top of my head is that, like I said, my clients are saying no more often. They are enjoying sex again. That's a really, really fun one. They're being present in their body enough to like be turned on and be initiating things. And they're bringing that fun and that playful spiciness into their marriage. And that's also happening in their motherhood. They're really bringing that playful, fun momness back to their motherhood that they were missing so badly before. And they just are restored. And with that restoration comes 
new creation. And there's there a lot of them, you know, some of them are thinking about becoming coaches. Some of them are thinking about starting another business. Some of them are, have gotten promotions in the workplace, those that are working. Um, some have, um, just been more clear with the team members that they manage at their job and are just stepping into cleaner, better leadership with others because they are leading themselves. So healing and, and restoring yourself through calm your life, calm your body, um, and calm your mind. These steps, it is such a beautiful process. I invite you, if this is intriguing, if this is the work that you want to do, um, come do a book a consult with me. I offer free hour long chats where we can go over the specifics of what you want to work on in the, in the framework of this process. And I will guide you through that conversation. I will ask the questions and I will also have a very keen eye and listening ear and a present mind that will be dedicated completely to you for that hour in getting clarity on exactly what you want to do as far as your healing and the results you'd like to create, the relationship you want to have with your symptoms right now, whether that's anxiety or depressiveness. I'm so proud of all of you guys. I'm proud of my clients. I'm proud of you podcast listeners. When you are here listening, you are healing. You are doing the work. And if you want to do more of that and want to have even more results and have even more intimacy with yourself, I invite you to book a consult, a free 60 minutes. You know what to do. It's lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. Can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.